there is always this eternal question of the meaning and purpose of life and you know the general notion is that some sort of meaning or purpose is required in life for the individual to progress otherwise the mind can drive the person insane and i do agree with that at a certain level that is true but you see there is no fixed meaning to anything there is no fixed purpose to anything in life the purpose is created by the pseudo subject or the sense of personal identification or the ego mind which requires something to carry on the problem with majority of us is that we need purpose because we feel that if we do not have a purpose and if we are idle then our minds will drive us crazy insane and yes the mind has the capacity to drive the person insane however even with the sense of purpose and meaning that we continue to live in this world the mind drives us to great insanities and a great example of this is the wars that are happening right now the mind is designed that way it is designed to facilitate this human interaction it is designed to facilitate this experience to have a subjective experience but that creates different perceptions in different minds therefore there can never be a unified theory of a purpose or meaning to search for a unified objective meaning in life is impossible because the individual different individuals are subjected to different forces of life for someone who's born in a spiritual culture or who has attained all the intellectual knowledge from their perspective the purpose and meaning would be to impart the knowledge they know and to share the experience but for a person who comes from an environment where there is lot of anger hostility conflicts and the basic struggle for sanity and survival for that human being the purpose becomes to get out of that environment and probably make a better life for themselves or it can be the other way around they may go deep into it and try to attain power position and dominance 
in order to feel secure so a lot of people who are internally wounded they look for healing in different teachings different methods and for them that becomes the purpose now i am not evaluating this from the point of right and wrong but what i am trying to say is that for the character which is the sense of separate existence a meaning a purpose is necessary but if you see from a different viewpoint from the totality the awareness does not have any agenda there is no true purpose because when you were a child your purpose was to get good education grow up or you may have fantasies such as becoming an actor a dancer or anything it could be or a superhero a fictional superhero <clears throat> but as you grow up get into world get a job get married start a family then providing for the family doing well in your career that becomes your purpose then subsequently as we grow older and we start recognizing the frailty the fragility of our existence the frailty of this body we experience psychological turbulences and physical ailments then the purpose becomes to pay attention on oneself what is going on within now some people at that stage during the midlife start experiencing a crisis a sort of an existential crisis then their purpose becomes to find meaning and purpose in life so they read spiritual books they read philosophical books they talk to intellectuals and try to find what this life is all about what is the meaning what is the purpose and a majority of that is driven with an underlying feeling of being on the right path so sometimes what happens is that we start identifying a particular path as the right path we get fascinated by spiritual teachings philosophical teachings and the whole idea of that is to feel calm and restfulness just as you know we were when we were infants completely free of all responsibilities completely carefree not worrying about consequences and just enjoying moment to moment but now that we are completely engulfed by all the responsibilities of life taking care of family children parents relationships financial 
situations and things of those nature. Now we want to go back into that infant state where the body is flexible, where the mind is curious. There is an appeal to that state. And then we find teachings and teachers who can bring us back into that state. And slowly as we age and progress further, what we discover is that even the teachings are not as solid or not as fulfilling as we expected them to be. Even the psychology is not exactly what we imagine it to be. Everything is wonderful. All teachings are helpful. The psychology is very helpful. Therapy is very helpful. But I see it in this way. Now, there is a sense of separate existence here. That I am an individual. And this individual is always in search of a goal. A goal which is a projection of the mind into the imaginary future. When I will be this, I will be happy. So all my efforts start in this manner that I have created an idealized image of myself which is a future projection. And whole my all of my movements, you know, whether I'm... Uh, studying spirituality or I'm doing self-development work or self-improvement work, self-love, whatever you call it, is in the direction towards that movement. And by no means am I saying that you should not do that. It is perfectly okay to do all of that. But you see, the subject here, the pseudo-subject here, which I call as me, has created a separation with an image. Now me thinks that it is separate from that image. But the thing is that there is no separation. It is just one image which has created two versions of itself. So what the reality is, the totality, the wholeness, the image always remains in separation with that. No matter how many modifications we do, the separation is always there. So when this separation is of higher magnitude, when the separation is more, this shows up in life as personality disorders or things of those nature. And when this separation is low, that is an, you know, that presents a situation of restfulness, situation of calmness, stability. Now, what all the teachings, the philosophies, the psychology do is that they help in reducing that separation from the wholeness. So they are all wonderful. And... I encourage people that, you know, whatever aspects of your life you cannot handle by yourself, 
it is perfectly okay to get help. But you see, the subject me, till it remains, the separation with the wholeness remains. And the nature of this separate existence is suffering. Till it is there, the suffering remains a part of life. So, I continuously strive towards my betterment because I think that if I, <clears throat> maybe if I study this philosophy or this way of living, somehow I can become better. But I never question as to what is the nature of this me. Is this me really something solid, something fixed? Or is there something more to it? What I find is that this uh, image, me, is actually a flux. It is constantly changing our choices, preferences, what we like and dislike. It keeps on changing our tastes, Everything keeps on changing. So, this conceptual thought, me, is actually an illusion. It is an illusion because it is constantly changing. But there is a sense of awareness. And that awareness witnesses everything. In that awareness, things, changes, everything is detected. So when, you know, sometimes people contact me and they inform me about their troubles, it is usually that there is too much anxiety or depression or some sort of restlessness in the mind. And they, you know, ask for methods like in what way can we dissolve this sense of personal identification so that I become free of this whole suffering. And again, I tell them that the me, the one that is asking, is itself an image. So no matter how much the image tries to modify itself, change itself, but it remains the same image. But there is a seeing beyond the image. And in that seeing, a lot of things change, as in, the psyche does undergo change, but that change is very subtle. It will not be detected by the conscious mind. Therefore, it is not a matter of practice or a function of time that change is brought about because time is simply an inference that is born out of thought. There is memory, recollection, and thought is that response of the memory. So thought appears as the movement. And that notion of movement brings about the inference of time. And what the message of non-duality says is that it is all here and now. Once this, the way it is, is recognized, 
then there cannot be a sense of separate existence again with the dropping away of the sense of separateness it does not mean that we do not experience emotions we experience emotions more or less the same way as before so it is not an advantage of sorts but yes the the suffering begins to dissolve because nothing sticks in horizontal time because even the nature of time is understood so at every moment you are aware of your feelings and you are fully feeling what you are you see in the case of personality disorders what happens usually is that there is a great contradiction there is a great divide between what is happening internally and what is being showcased externally so say somebody with a bpd or an npd may show something externally but may be completely different on the inside and this somehow even with this person there is an awareness they know it that it is happening that there is this divide between an internal world and an external world now this what is happening internally is sustained because there is a strong sense of separate existence individualistic existence which is the ego so the ego expands and the more it it expands the more fragile it is the person with the disorder feels that this expansion is giving them strength so that is what is projected outwardly but what happens is that although it, the ego is in a state of most you know in the most uh, expanded state it is very very fragile so it takes just a bit of pin prick to get a reaction out of the individual but as this sense of separate existence begins to shrink you know where you don't see yourself as the main character in the story of life through therapy through different teachings through spiritual teachings or through any other method this separation from the wholeness actually begins to dis- reduce and as this sense of separateness begins to dissolve what happens is that this me comes down to the very base or the i and the i turns on itself in other words for a person who becomes more and more self aware he starts questioning the nature of existence the nature of what is happening so the mind which was extroverted which was engaged in what is happening on the outside it could be in the form of a social interaction like 
they hurt me they don't value me they don't care about me i am the victim all these you see all these uh, defense defenses which come up to protect that's the thing within which is fragile they begin to the solidity of that begins to change and it is recognized that it is not as solid as it appears to be so slowly as you know with the with the flow of life the life itself brings about this awareness now for some people this process may be very slow or literally non existence non existent but for others this may come across as instantaneous awakening and the awakening is that the individual wakes up to his illusory separate existence the se- illusion of separation is seen not by the individual it is just seen for what it is and that seeing alone begins to dissolve this begins to dissolve this sense again the feelings will still arise even after that in fact the sensitivity increases so you feel all the emotions now in complete clarity earlier the mind was clouded with thoughts now it is different now you see everything in complete clarity but there is always an awareness which is rooted in this now so everything eventually comes down to this very natural very basic very ordinary state and that what the non dual teachers call as the most natural state therefore there is nothing special about awakening other than the fact that your sense of separate existence begins to dissolve now i can understand from the perspective of someone who is suffering from personality disorders or who is suffering from a restless mind this could be like a this could feel like something very liberating the mind who's troubled wants to attain peace and calm at any cost you know it's like roaming in the desert and looking for water so wherever you find the mirage you run towards it thinking that that will quench your thirst but the moment you approach it you see it's not there so mind visualizes liberation in that way it mind thinks that it is something extraordinary it is going to bring me great bliss it is going to be something very wonderful and it will just sort out all my relationship problems financial problems and this and that and so on but you see once it is seen it is the most ordinary thing there's nothing special about it it does not bring any advantage whenever an emotion will arise it will arise with full intensity even after awakening and it will create quite um it can create quite overwhelming emotions even after that but the thing is they will not stick stick in horizontal time because now time is seen for what it is 
So there is no continuation. There is no me to continue its story. The notion of me is loose. It is still there even after awakening. It's not that it is completely killed. It cannot be killed. Because that notion of me is required for interhuman communication. If the notion of me was not there in me, I could not have recorded this video or spoke to you. So there is a sense, but that sense is not of separate existence. That, that sense is only there to take care of the mind-body complex. Now in that, all creative activities could come into picture. Creative arts, self-healing, talking to other people, journaling, you know. Anything could be there. But it is all done with the underlying awareness that there is actually no person doing this. It is all just a happening. And there is a big difference between these two perspectives. Moving with the perspective that I am separate, individual, that I am living an individual life, that I have to better myself, strengthen myself. I can live perfectly like that. But the problem is I will live in constant anxiety. Because the more I try to protect this entity, the more it expands. The more I try to find security through meaning and purpose of life, the more anxious I get because there is no true meaning. The meaning shows up depending on your circumstances. If you are working in a corporate job and say you are in your midlife, then your meaning could be to climb the corporate ladder. Now in my case, when I was working in a corporate, I was in a lot of pain. Slow. So for some years, I, I just avoided the pain. I was just fighting with what is because I was more concerned about the way life should be. I thought that I could control this flow of life. I could control people. But that turned out to be a futile <laughs> exercise. I could never control anyone. I could never control things. And despite what I achieved, I did achieve success in my career, in my 13 and a half years of corporate career. But it never gave me even a moment of happiness. Every day felt like slavery. Now, again, I'm not saying it is good or bad. It is an individual's temperament. If you think you are in a good organization, if you are happy, that is perfectly fine. That is your meaning right now. If you think you need to save money for children, build a house, provide them comfort, security, provide yourself comfort, security, that is perfectly fine. The human character lives with these conditions.
But you see, when you live with this understanding that it is the character whose nature is to find security in things that are not that solid, then you realize the illusoriness of life. You may have lots of money stored in your bank accounts. Now, that may give you a sense of security in some way that, okay, I am secure. If something happens to me in old age, then this money is there to protect me. But there is also a fear. What if the economy collapses? What if the banks fail? The banks have failed in the past. The economy collapses in between. It's, it's never a high. It's always high and low and high and low. There is always that fear in the back of the mind. And what we're basically, we're basically scared of that uncertainty. The whole strive of the ego mind is to find certainty in life. And the true liberation is to accept the unaltered and unpredictable flow of life. There is nothing the mind-body organism can do to change life. Mind-body organism is just an instrument in the flow of life. Now with this acceptance, a lot of things change. The need to change circumstances, the need to change things in a way so that it brings the individual happiness also changes. So you don't torture yourself, neither do you torture the other person. Because once you know where you come from, you also know where the other comes from. And there is a recognition of essence between me and the other. That essence is the base of this dualistic interaction between you and me. It is not that the recognition of essence dissolves the separation. The separation remains in appearances. But there is a recognition, an impersonal recognition that what is seen externally is not that solid. So all the things that you that you that you feel bring you security like your profession or relationships you find that in duality everything is a joint everything comes with attached with happiness with every happiness comes attached with unhappiness whether it is relationship whether it is finances or any other thing. And this was my first realization. I was quietly sitting on my terrace and it was a great revelation that I said to myself, oh my God, I cannot separate this. No matter what I attain, what I achieve in life, the highest of highest goals, I cannot separate Pain from pleasure. And Nisargadatta Maharaj says that pain is the constant background of pleasure. 
so you experience spikes of pleasure and in between you experience pain the pain of emptiness the pain of that void and we usually try to cover up that through indulgences it could be sex it could be substance or any form of indulgence you know smartphone can be an indulgence television can be an indulgence again not saying that you should throw away these things that you should take them out of your life that's not what i'm saying just see that all of it is happening you're not to control anything you're just to see and that watchfulness an observation happens the nature of that observation is very different and that observation dissolves things that are meant to dissolve without the individual trying to change things so once you see once you accept that there is no true meaning and true purpose and the goals are just you know intermediary things the goals will show up in your life different goals will show up in different occasions but they are just goals the moment you attain one goal you will start moving towards next goal if you get too attached to goals and chasing goals you get attached to the idea of chasing so you live with that constant anxiety but if you take them if you see the the nature of this flow of this entire flow that itself separates you from that feeling and sensation so it dissolves the anxiety the anxiety cannot sustain it you may feel it experience it in the most vivid intensity in the moment but it is all in the moment because there is no notion of a separate person experiencing it the person is the feeling there is no separate there is no separation it is all a movement towards the wholeness so life with this renewed understanding becomes its own purpose the bare experiencing of things becomes its own purpose and then the individual is not much concerned about what will happen in the future or ruminate on the dead past with this understanding with this acceptance we root ourselves in the moment when i say moment i do not mean time i do not mean this moment the second which is passing what i mean is the awareness which is illuminating this second or time we use the word present moment what that refers to is now now that illuminates time but not the time itself 
the moment to capture time to stay in time to remain vigilant by forcing the mind to remain vigilant in the now that is an illusion there is no time there is only now here and now but again this has to be your experience you don't have to believe my words once it is seen the awareness for what it is it never goes away you cannot unsee it just as you know when you see an object you cannot unsee it yes there will be moments in your life when you will get carried away by thoughts or what is happening in the world the phenomenality is designed in that manner but you will not get carried away with what is happening because you see that things are happening the way they are meant to be everything is being executed by the universe and we call it cosmic law or in the traditional sense we call it the will of god so another question does come up then what do i do should i take decisions or should i not take decisions should i try to better my life or not and i say <clears throat> that you do whatever you think you should do yes there is no harm in improving your life conditions through different teachings through different practices they are all wonderful but you see the separation between the separate self and the wholeness that notion keeps the suffering alive and there is nothing the individual can do to eliminate that other than to simply observe what is happening and at some point the observation the personal observation changes into an impersonal witnessing now that the individual is not in control of that simply happens so that is what is called recognition or realization mm. and that depends on the cosmic law now you see for the individual for the ego mind not having free will is problematic because you know whatever actions we do there is always an assumption that there is a separate subject here so everything in life is viewed from this limited lens from this limited uh, perception so whenever i take decisions in life they are always based on what um they are always based on the limited filters of my conditioning my religion my culture my traditions so you know if i'm uh, influenced by a certain type of teaching 
then I will say that I will only do what my masters have told me. And for me, that is the reality. But when I see everything in totality, with total attention, then there does not arise a need to do anything about what is happening because it is simply accepted. And what is happening also includes what is happening in this subject, in this, in this sense which feels separated from the rest. Even the separation is accepted. And at some point when the awareness is complete, total, then the subject drops. There is nothing to be done to do that. So when the subject dissolves, it is recognized that there is no doer of anything. Things simply happen according to cosmic law or will of God. And with the sense of separateness gone, there is a feeling of complete relief for the character as well. Because now I don't feel the burden of my past actions. Even when I talk about harmony in relationships, it is not that the relationships between the individuals are going to be harmonious. Life does not allow that. The relationships may remain harmonious for a particular while, but at some point, relationships may break away. At some point, there may be issues. There may be uh, disputes. It is bound to happen. But in that dispute, in that uh, turbulence of between relationships, there is a sense of peace. There is a sense of equanimity. Because it is not seen as an interaction between two, but as the play of the same consciousness. I don't know if this makes sense. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to be careful with my words because a lot of this gets mis misinterpreted but this is the best I can do So the harmony is not really in the relationship the harmony is in the recognition of the essence that is giving rise to the entire play so it it may happen that you break up with someone that your relationship gets that your relationship ends with a particular person but when you you see the entire dynamic you accept that so it is not that you create a negative sentiment towards either yourself or the other person you don't say that i am you know that somebody is abandoning me because your sense of me or separate existence is low. It is only up for the basic upkeep of the mind-body organi organism. 
so you accept that so you don't torture yourself for the other person having a conflict you don't try to resolve their conflict you do help if they ask for help of course that is human nature but you're not concerned you're not fixated on changing them you're not enforcing your own beliefs on them that you must change otherwise you and me we cannot have a healthy relationship there is no condition and you and you leave the door of your heart open when you're truly in a secure relationship eventually all relationships end some take longer some end in old age some people spend decades together but eventually all relationships end because that is the nature of duality everything which begins has to end so whether it ends early or it begins later or it ends later does not make much difference yes when a person leaves us there is a lot of grief there is a lot of grief and sometimes there is anger sometimes there is emotional turbulence but you see the peace that i talk about the harmony that uh, i talk about is in that entire thing it is not separate from it it is not that when you feel better when you breathe or feel better or, or when you go to a counseling that it is then that the harmony comes no the harmony is in the entire thing that is being witnessed the witnessing is the harmony i apologize for all the noises which are happening Cons- uh, something is getting built in the other room and my kids are at home so this is apparently happening here <laughs> i cannot change it although i told them to be quiet that i'm filming but you see kids are kids and of course you know construction people cannot stop them when you're con- constantly insecure about a person in a relationship that is an invitation to look within that is an invitation to see what is happening within because all emotional experiences are happening within us it is only the mind which says no they did this to me they did that to me and therefore they have to fix it they have to change and this is the notion that we live with in present day yes of course you know if certain behavior is um not nice from the other person we can always tell them that i did not like this way you behaved we can always convey our dis- displeasure but to expect that they will change their ways that they will change for me that that invites uh the opportunity to reflect on oneself that why am i so concerned for them to change what kind of security does that bring me is there 
really a solidity to this security why am i so scared of unpredictability why can't i accept the things the way they are now again this is not to say that you have to endure abuse or bad behavior from people of course if if you think that a certain relationship is not working out for you for you then you can take a decision on that front but you see the more you think that i have been hurt by the others actions and that somehow when i get fixed then i will feel the ultimate pleasure and life will be blissful then you will be disappointed because that search never ends that meaning for that <laughs> meaning for that is meaningless your healing your place of restfulness is simply here and now in this moment in this moment all there is is this being whose nature is peace and restfulness the person is a reflection in the being and the person is a, is a continuously changing but being never changes because it is the ground of all the three states the waking the dreaming and the deep sleep the sense of me is not there in deep sleep it is only your experience in the waking state and in dream state but in this uh, dream state that me is distorted you don't remember yourself exactly the way you are in the waking state but yes we in dream we do carry certain elements from the waking state but in me there is nothing absolutely no at least absolutely no experience or let's put it this way there is experience of pure knowing or nothingness in deep sleep you aware you experience yourself as the awareness in its most pristine state awareness being aware of the absence of objects i don't know if that makes sense <laughs> for a long time i used to think that the solution to my personal problems was in teachings was in getting rid of this ignorance because that's what was being flashed all around me that you are the ignorant person and somehow you have to fix yourself in order to know the truth so you have to become worthy of truth before you attain truth but at the same time the truth says that there is no person so there was a confusion there was a paradox 
If there is no person, then who is to improve and get what? So I feel, and this is just my personal view, that the true meaning of life is to be free from all the meaning and concepts of life. It is not that you have to abandon your beliefs, that you have to abandon, you know, all the thoughts, all the relationships. It's not that you're going to say, oh, everything is meaningless. So I'll, I'll just go and sit in a cave and meditate. No, dear, if you sit in, in cave and meditate, you still build a relationship with the cave. And moreover, you're going to live with your mind. You're going to wrestle with your mind. At least here you have the comfort of comfort of home, comfort of family. Living in jungle is living in the mountains is not easy. <laughs> it is hard work. And people are more or less the same everywhere. Yes, there are certain communities may suit your temperament better. So it's it's perfectly fine to do that. If you, if you feel that a certain group of people are there who you resonate with, then it's perfectly okay to mix with them, live with them. That is all fine. But the this whole image of a person, it's a flux. You can never understand a person totally. The more effort you try to understand people, the more confused you become in life. No matter how many books you read, how many psychology books, how many spiritual books, you learn about life only through personal experience. Not through gurus, not through teachers, not through scriptures. They are all wonderful, but they are only pointers. It's like this that, you know, you are on the one side of the lake and you just take a boat, go to the other side. But after that, you have to abandon the boat and walk by yourself. If you cling to the boat, then you never get down on the other side. Then you keep roaming within the lake in circles. So the boat is like the teaching, the guru, the philosophy and everything. At some point, you have to leave all of that and you just have to come down to this question, who am I? Who is this me that wants meaning, that wants liberation, that thinks of an idealistic purpose? Who is this me? And the more attention this person, me, receives, the more it is realized that this is an illusion, that this is a ghost. This actually is not as solid as it appears to be. It only comes up when, when I think about myself as a separate person. But there are moments when I'm working when I'm doing this activity, that activity, that I do not think of myself as a separate person.
सो इन माई ओपिनियन फ्रीडम फ्रॉम पर्पज एंड मीनिंग इज द ट्रू फ्रीडम बिकॉज देन आई कैन लिव माई लाइफ इन स्पॉन्टेनिटी बिकॉज हु एवर टेल्स मी दैट लाइफ शुड बी दिस वे और दैट वे दैट आई शुड डू दिस इन लाइफ दैट आई शुड बी सक्सेसफुल दैट आई शुड बी स्पिरिचुअली अवेक दैट आई शुड बी वोक दैट आई शुड बी पोलिटिकली करेक्ट दैट आई शुड बी अ गुड सिटीजन दिस एंड दैट इट इज ऑल फाइन बट फॉर मी इट इज ऑल अ कॉन्सेप्ट everything is a concept including what i am speaking right now is also a concept so you know as uh, who was that philosopher nietzsche i believe he says no that listen to zarathustra and then leave <laughs> leave zarath don't believe zarathustra in the end so yes use the boat to go on the other side but then be by yourself and the truth will come to you truth will come to you when it is your destiny it will not come through force so just relax and enjoy this life embrace this life because you are not separate this is all one all one happening everything is connected even in the visual appearance if if you, if you see there is so much synchronicity so enjoy the play while it lasts <laughs>